Surprise, bitches. Bet you thought you saw the last of us. We're back. And we're better than ever. Never. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Red flags and rosé. Back on the air. Uh, coming at you live. Kind of just off the cuff to let you guys know that this shit's happening. We're back. And we're ready. For some good ass content. Yeah. Provide you guys with what you've been missing for, what, a year and a half or something like that? Yeah. Maybe. Mm. I I don't know. We kind of abruptly stopped. I guess it was October because that's the last episode that we had open on here. So Yeah. It's been about a year. So, yeah. Man. Here we are. <sighs> so, Anyways. I'm Kaylee. I'm Megan. And, and this is Red Flags and Rosé. We're finally back, and it does feel good. We've been thinking about it for a couple of months, and after a lot of thought, we figured, why not? Why the hell not? Because we've had people ask us where we've been, why we're not putting anything out. Um, but because you guys are asking where we've been... I just think that you guys could be a little more interactive. I'm not trying to be critical. <laughs> I love you all. You're great. So glad that we had, we had like a hundred countries tuned in or something like that. It was yeah. like, there was almost every continent except for Africa and Antarctica. We had listeners. We had a lot. We just Germany, didn't have a lot of. We had Australian listeners. Yeah. Like it, it's just, the interaction was a bit low. So, yeah. um, this time around, I know you guys are going to blow us out of the water, and we have so much more content, so much more of a variety in between our two <laughs> lives and what we can provide you advice on. We have gone through lots of changes. Um, some more than others. <laughs> um, definitely Megan. So... What's been going on with you since uh, October of 2020? Oh, Lord. Um, everything. <laughs> everything. So I don't think we talked about it on the last... I don't think I knew. I feel like you had just found out and we didn't talk about it. Okay. So n- nobody knew except for like close people, obviously. But a week after our big wedding... Found out we were pregnant. Heck, yeah, you did. Um, We had a little girl. Her name is Maisie. The sweetest, most beautiful. Thank you. She is absolutely the best. And Um, she's not just saying that because she's her mom. No. It's just facts. Yeah, no bias here. (laughs) Um, But... I am here also to give advice about pregnancy and motherhood. And I know it looks different for everybody. You know, even when I was pregnant, there was so many different stories. And, but for me, pregnancy was fucking hard. Yeah, you had a rough um, go with things. I did. Um, physically, I think it was more mental for me. Um, which didn't help my physical being either. Labor fucking sucked 100%. And not just, like, not the pain because 
I myself cannot tell you what a fucking contraction feels like because I said um, epidural, epidural before <laughs> now anything else. Yeah. Um. So we can get into that in another episode, but overall, f- from after having her. <laughs> I was like, never again. I'm never having babies. Oh, my God, you guys. She was adamant. Like, she was angry at her mom because her mom was like, you're going to feel different. You're <laughs> Just give it a couple of months. And Megan was like, no, you don't understand. I'm not having children. Like, this is it. She's the only one. Mm-hmm. And then. Here we are, seven months later. No, I'm like, not pregnant. <laughs> but, yeah. She's like, put a baby in me now. Pretty much. <laughs> I think it's just because she's so fucking cute. She and she's is. so good. So and, hopefully yeah. the next one. No, it never is, though. I know. Every single person who's ever had a good kid has had the second and been like, okay. And yeah. then the third's either an accident or, like, <laughs> they were Or that's the only one that's planned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. <laughs> oh, yep. my gosh. But that- you can also give a lot of insight on married life, too. Yeah, married so, life has been different yeah good but it has its challenges as Um, with anything and you know found a cat it's like our second kid in their crawl space in our crawl space yeah and we're about to get another dog that's death (laughs) so she's just spicing up her life all (laughs) over the place i mean why not I mean, you can talk to anybody about anything at this point. I can. And you're going to be able to give them something to relate to. I can. Come to me for all your needs. Yeah. She's I don't know you. if any of you watch Shameless, but you know when Debbie puts that sign on her truck that says Debbie does everything? That's me. Meg does everything. Me- Meg? That's new. <laughs> well, I'm just saying Deb, Meg. Meg. That's true. <laughs> all right. I'm going to go get my advertisement. All right, Meg Bun. <laughs> she does it all. Ooh. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, what's been up with you? I, you know, not much has changed <laughs> on this, this front. Um, I would say a big part of my focus has been on me and failed talking stages. After failed talking stage, after failed talking stage. Like, that's life. I feel like um, a lot of the people that listen that are single and in their 20s, close to 30s, are going to relate to me. Mm -hmm. Because dating in the pandemic is so much worse than dating before the pandemic, which was already hell. And, I mean, you're in a political climate that is just extremely divisive. And mm-hmm. it, it's just getting to a point where you're like, burnout. I'm so burnout on talking to people. I don't give a fuck what your favorite color is. I don't want to get to know anybody else. Like, yeah. it's just so old. And I know that small talk doesn't always have to be what's your favorite color? Like how Mm -hmm. many siblings do you have? Because there are certain people you click with, but like finding that is so few and far between where you're getting to the core conversations that actually matter. Mm -hmm. And they're not just trying to see you naked. Yeah. And that was a huge thing for me. I was absolutely love bombed as fuck (laughs) in late October, November. Um, So we can talk about 
my experience with that. I can talk to you guys about anything to do with the single life and working way more than you should. That's about all I've got for working you, all Working your life away. Yeah. Um, I think you have a little bit more, though. Because I think we've both gone on our own mental health journeys from our last mental Together, health but talk. separate. Yes. Yeah, and I feel like even though we're on different paths, we're still kind of going through the same thing in a way. Yes. Um, it's just, just similar enough. Yeah. It, it's just similar enough to where we feel like even though our problems are not necessarily relatable, um, we know the emotional weight that it bears on each other is mm-hmm. very much the same. Yeah. It's like... Um, it's super good to have friends in your life that are in different places. And I feel like that comes with age too, because, um, me a year or two ago was far more bitter. Um, looking at people who had things that were different from me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Plus comparing. Yeah. Like you're, a- you're, it's the thief of joy for real. Like when Literally. they say that comparison is the thief, it really is because, you know, you sit here and you're like, fuck, like, I want to be married, I want to have a kid, I want to have a house, I want the white picket fence, I want the, you know, nine-to-five job and the vacations and the whatever. And then when you're sitting there thinking about it, you're like, but but if I had that, if I had that, well, would it be anything that I actually want? Mm -hmm. You know, there's, there's always, when you're living in that more mindset, Mm-hmm. There's always going to be the more, yeah, that you don't have and that you're chasing after, and I feel like that's been something that we have both strived to like kind of get out of mm-hmm. because you live miserably. You do. Because I have a fucking family and a house. You have everything that I feel like. And like I still yeah. look at other people and I'm like, fuck, I want that. Yeah, you know. Like, and I mean, I'm sure that there's certain points where you look at me and you're like, fuck, you know, it, it, and that's like, not to say that you don't love your family and you don't love, it's just different. but it's just like, it's so different. And I have certain people in my life that like, I've tried to complain about things because they ask me, they're like, well, what's wrong? Like, what do you feel like is missing? And I'm like, I want a partner. Like mm-hmm. in my life, I've always known that Children are neither here nor there for me. Mm-hmm. I love them. I want them. But I am the person who dreamt of being a wife, mm-hmm. of being a partner, instead of being a mother. And so when I say that I miss having a partner, they're like, oh, that doesn't fix anything and blah, blah, blah. They're like, it'll come when it's supposed to. Because and you're they sitting have here. Yes. And, and I, I remember I sat with my family and um, they're like, oh, like... It doesn't fix everything. Like, your financial problems aren't going to go away. And I'm like, okay, it'd be half the bills that I have right now, though. Mm-hmm. And also, the f- emotional support that yeah. you get is incomparable. Like, there's nothing that compares to having that person that you come mm-hmm. home to. It's different from a friendship. It's it just a different need mm-hmm. that's met. And I remember looking at them and being like, at my age, you were married for years Mm-hmm. You don't know what it's like to be alone. No, because at this they point. fucking grew up with that. Per- pretty much, they yeah. grew up with that person. 
and didn't have to go through their mid to late 20s. And in this time. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. So, I mean, it's just like, I was so upset. But then I had other people coming up to me that are like, I don't know how you do it. Like, how you have been alone and how you've managed because they never had to do that. They never did live on their own. They never... So... It's a blessing and a curse. It is. and it's, But when you start looking at it as enough, mm-hmm. it changes everything. Mm-hmm. Your whole perspective. Literally. And of course you can't do it every day. No. You're going to have your bad days. I have my battles every day. Every single day is a battle, to be honest. That's true. But that's why it's really good. I feel like this is probably with most friendships. But we balance each other out with our good and bad days. Like some days, it's very rare that both of us are just like, all right, peacing out (laughs) of earth. Like, let's just dip out. But genuinely, one of us is typically able to anchor the other one Mm -hmm. down when we're really going through it. At least we try. Our best. Our best. Yeah. Or we just put away our storm for that hour or so, you know? Yeah. I mean, you have to because sometimes their storm is just way worse. Yeah. So much worse. And I I mean, (laughs) this was, it reminds me of um, what happened the other day. So... I don't know if I even told you the full story, but I, um, overall our work weeks are weird, but I worked about 80 something hours in a full week. Um, and I was just burnt out. So I was at work and I have a really good relationship with my general manager and he could just tell I was off. And it's like, I've been there for like two hours at this point. I'm done with my job. And he's like, uh, you can go home when you want to. And I was like, yeah, I just, I'm burnt out. I don't really know, though, because I don't feel like I can't work. Like, I feel like I want to be here, but there's just a block. Yeah. It's just emotional. And he looks at me. <laughs> and he says, are you lonely? Like, and I said, no fucking shit. Yeah. Like, my voice <laughs> cracked. And he's like, it's okay, buddy. Like, I get it. I was there before. Mm-hmm. And um, I said, I think I'm going to go now. And I clocked out, barely made it to my car. I literally, as soon as the cold air hit my face when I left the building, instant tears. I get in the car and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm driving home. And one little stop away from the light to my apartment is my mom's work. <laughs> so I swerve into that parking lot and I <laughs> called her and I was like, mom, can you please, please come to the car? And she's like, do you want to come inside? And I was like, yeah, I just need a hug. <laughs> so I'm like hugging her and I'm like, God, I'm so lonely. <laughs> and she's just like, I know you're tired of doing it alone. <laughs> I'm like, damn. Everybody in my life 
knows how lonely I am right now. You know, it's bad when even your GM is like, are you just lonely? But when you're at work, yeah, in one week, one one week, guys, not two, not two normal <laughs> forty hour weeks. This is a one week of eighty hours. Okay. Yeah. Nobody. And I'm not putting you down. I'm not, but nobody that is not lonely will do that. Unless they're like the breadwinner, you know, or they have to, well, like that kind of thing. I mean, I am so. the breadwinner, baby. I gotta provide for this dog at home. <laughs> gotta keep this roof over the head. Get out of this I'm credit card saying. debt that I got in from my ex-boyfriend. Oh, it's a story for a different time. No, great guy. Great, good guy. Great, good guy. very good guy. But love you. Have I hope you're having a great time with your girlfriend. Bad decisions. Yes, awful decisions. <laughs> Speaking of awful decisions. I didn't even tell you about this. Oh, my God. Um, no, it's not that bad. Okay. The, it it has to do with the previous bad decision. Okay. So um, the other day, <clears throat> I messaged him on Instagram um, to see if he would contact. I may or may not have signed, co-signed a student loan for him. I highly don't recommend doing that, but I did think that I was going to marry him and I was the one that broke up with him. So, you know, it's neither here nor there. Look at it. The consequences of your own actions. (laughs) Here they are. But, I mean, he's paying them the payments on time, whatever. So, after a year of on-time payments, you can release your co-signer. So, I messaged him and I was like, Hey, bud, how's that release looking? Because I messaged him about that in July. Yeah, I remember that. And I let it go. And um, he hit me back and said that they weren't answering the phone. If there is one person that is always answering their phone, it is Sally Mae. Because she wants your fucking money. (laughs) So, (laughs) who are you calling? Because it ain't the proper line. But anyways, I said, okay, let me know what you need. And he said, okay, all good. All good? All good. No, we're not all good. Who's, who's yeah. all good? Because... Not you. Okay. Maybe him. Yeah, I'm like, is this Australian slang for not good? <laughs> like, does all mean not? But maybe the interest rate will go up if your name's not on it. I don't you know. know, but the... Yeah. Anyways, just... Keep that in mind when you all are not uh, legally bound to somebody. <clears throat> don't sign that. No, don't do it. Even if they won't graduate college if you don't. It's not your problem. It's not. Nope. Their problem. And their mama's problem. That's what it is because I did not birth <laughs> that child. So. But anyways, I digress. Um... Uh, yeah, you're right, though, about me working too much because I'm lonely. <laughs> I, it's like when all you have to go home to is your dog and you start to forget that he doesn't speak because you learned his expressions <laughs> so well. But a little extra contact the is difference nice. between you and me because it couldn't be me. I'm yeah. that, I am that person like... 
I clock in, do my job, I'm out. I'm not staying over unless it's mandatory. I'm gone. And I will sit my lazy ass on the couch. So what's unfortunate about that? (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting for it. um, (laughs) When you have daddy issues, like I do... You start to look at male figures First as though all, they are the father that you didn't have. First of all, I thought you were going to talk about your no Wi-Fi. <laughs> Not having Wi-Fi is definitely a reason. Man, you were not expecting me to go deep. <laughs> No. I'm like, oh, okay, here we go. No, let me pull the microphone a little closer. So when you have daddy issues like I do... Male figures of authority, especially ones that take care of you as mm-hmm. well. Okay, that sounds very sexual. <laughs> this is not going there. He's genuinely like one of the most prominent male figures in my life. He makes yeah. sure that I'm taken care of at work, financially, emotionally. Like he's very invested in making sure he's kind that of I'm good. how a manager should be at all jobs. Yes, but at the same time, getting this attached to a manager is detrimental. Yes. Because I am willing to, like, sacrifice so much of my mental health when I see him starting to get affected by work, needing Mm -hmm. a day off. I'll sacrifice my day off to, you know, whatever. Yeah. Now, I wouldn't do this with every manager, but I have been with him at this job since 2013. Like, he has been my direct manager since then. Mm -hmm. And that's a long time to bond with somebody when you're looking to replace the father you don't have. I'm just kidding. Her her dad's still here. He's here. Sometimes. (laughs) He's very much alive. Okay, go ahead and crop this whole section (laughs) out of the podcast. Because this is going to be the no, one. No, this is real. Clip. This, this is, is going to be the one life. clip that gets sent to my family. Not the not the old episodes where I'm talking about <laughs> sex and dinosaur dildos. And you're going to have to go back and listen to those episodes. Or like, what's in my sex bag? Not going to make it to her. Hey, we were actually talking about that before we started. And if you haven't listened to the episode, go back episode and listen. Episode four. Because <laughs> Kaylee. Now, when she thinks she's on the brink of death, which I don't know how you know before you walk out of the house, but I guess you just get that feeling. But she now hides her vibrator in her bag. It's not just sitting on the counter or in the bathtub. Listen. Listen. No, it's okay. It's okay. I said, (laughs) on the days where I'm feeling... A little closer to death. <laughs> Not like I'm going to do it, but I just, I don't know. You get that gut feeling that something might go awry. It, I, those are the days that I tuck that bad boy in that leather bag. Now. You got a leather bag. I did. Mine's velvet. Oh, look at you. Okay, that's a little more S&M than mine. Yeah, but I feel like leather's nice. Yeah, it was actually um, the cosmetic bag that came... <sighs> <laughs> with um, my purse that I got forever ago. So oh, it's not like okay. I like sought out the, oh. the leather bag found me. Um, but 
I... <laughs> Sorry, guys. My cat's walking on the table. <laughs> He's doing great. Um, but yeah, I... Update. Threw away my bathtub vibrator. <gasps> I did. This is news to me. I know. I had to. Why? It's doing no it too bath. much. <laughs> <laughs> too lonely <laughs> I don't need that reminder well I wasn't even enjoying it anymore it became like, like such a habit. a habit I'd come home every day after work and I'm like all right time for a little dopamine hit and then I'm not even enjoying orgasms anymore I'm just no. like she just moved on to cocaine <laughs> actually legal meth I actually got diagnosed though I went through it the proper way she did. which I guess I could have mentioned I can talk to you guys about some more things that are important and maybe relatable. I have ADHD, and I have self-diagnosed um, with autism. We'll figure it out eventually. Self-diagnosed. We'll figure it out eventually. But it's looking real dark. <laughs> I mean, not that having autism is dark, but I'm saying, like, it's looking like I do because my oldest brother has it, and me and my other brother... <laughs> We're really relating to the subreddit. <laughs> because, let me tell you, I went over to his house, and I was talking to him about this thing that I learned about uh-huh. called alexithymia, and it's where you get vocal paralysis, and you can't speak. Oh, and um, I was, like, telling him all of this stuff. Did and it happen in that moment? Not that. Oh, okay. But... I was telling him about all the things that I learned and about how, like, when people with autism hear about something that really interests them, they have to info dump all of the information that they learned because they just want to talk about it because it's so interesting. Yeah. And so I'm telling him about info dumping and I'm like, holy fuck, I'm info dumping (laughs) right now. We literally were like (laughs) bent over laughing. (laughs) <laughs> waiting for my parents to arrive for our Christmas, like, dinner. <laughs> and they're like, are you all okay? And we're like, yeah. <laughs> like, your mom was like, what the fresh fuck? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> if there was one human... <laughs> I've tried to get her to say fuck so many times. I know, she would never. And she's like, it's my least favorite word. I'm like, come on, mom. Just just, just one once. time. Just a fresh fuck. <laughs> just one fresh fuck. <laughs> and to... You can leave the fresh out. To, <laughs> fuck. to fill you all in. Earlier, Megan and I were going through some oh, photos... No. <laughs> Of what I looked like during quarantine. (laughs) Now. Uh, Mine was after I had a child. (laughs) I looked worse than what Megan looked like after having a child in these photos. But it was mostly because me and a man named Tito's were getting (laughs) friendly every day. And by a man named Tito's, I mean vodka. (laughs) While sitting in a desk chair at a desk job. Sometimes you got to get through the sales job (laughs) with a little bit of Fresca and Tito's. Starting at lunch, going to 9 (laughs) p.m. Monday through Friday, and sometimes through to the next Monday. (laughs) Yes. So. But on Saturdays, you start at 
earlier. Before, yeah. Yeah, sure. Ten. Not to go lightly <laughs> on alcoholism, um, but that, that was, was definitely case. definitely what I was going through. <laughs> it was the abuse of alcohol for sure. So I think you were going through the stages of loneliness. Oh, well, at least I'm alcohol. in acceptance now. Alcohol. <laughs> well, habitual <laughs> masturbating. <laughs> Bitch, that one lasted me about three good years. <laughs> then acceptance. <laughs> yep, alcohol, <laughs> masturbation, acceptance. You heard it here, y'all. Three stages of loneliness. <laughs> but dead ass. All that alcohol had put me about 50 pounds on quick. Because I was looking at pictures of me in January, and I was like, Just five months I said, before. literally, I'm looking at this picture of me in the mirror, and I'm like, look at Miss Thigh Gap right here. And then I scroll down to this picture, and I said, what in the fresh fuck is this? And Megan had to assure me. She's like, I swear, I'm not laughing because you look bad. I'm laughing because you said what in the fresh fuck. And I'm like, like, okay, I look like the fucking Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man in these pictures. And you didn't tell me. And she's like, we never notice. And then she pulls up pictures of her. Oh and my starts God. talking shit about herself <laughs> after she literally made a human. First of all, first of all, yes, I know I made a human. Okay, Beautiful I'm not thing. invalidating Beautiful your feelings about your body. I know, I know. But it's a, but a good reason. I was skinnier after having the child, like right after having the child. <laughs> and it wasn't until like two months later where I started gaining and I'm like, this isn't supposed to happen. back in? I know, pretty much. <laughs> Did I get pregnant again? I didn't like, know. hello? <laughs> but we're working on it. We're working on it. We are. Because I told Kaylee that was my picture that I saw and I was donezo with myself. <laughs> Man, the, the bad part with me, though, was that I never noticed until Nobody I was does. looking back. <laughs> Nobody ever does. Okay, but yours was pretty recent that you looked back and saw it and were like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> I was... It was April. Well, it was April. April. No, wait. Mm-hmm. Was it? I had her in June. Yeah. I was going <laughs> to... <laughs> I was going to say, Megan, she looked at least a couple months old in that photo. It was September. You were still pregnant. That picture, you literally have her on your head. I'm getting all my days mixed up. It's the delirium. It's set in. No, I'm just saying, I didn't realize that I was fat until I was really thin. And I tried on the same bathing suit that I had on in that photo (laughs) that I showed you. And I was like, looking like a goddamn Sports Illustrated supermodel (laughs) next to the other photo. If we had a website, we would put the photos up for you all to see. Are you like 
social media illiterate. We have fucking Instagram. <laughs> you don't have that picture posted. <laughs> I can make the slide on red flags and rosé, bitch. No. <laughs> she was like, no, 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 no. Cut that, cut that, cut that. Cut that whole segment. Nope, we're not posting those. I'm just kidding. I'll probably oh. put it on my weight loss TikTok later, <laughs> so it's fine. Oh, are you going to get to that? Yeah, I am. Yeah. I feel like that's the only way I can hold myself accountable. That's what I did before. I just took fucking Trust selfies me. and pictures every damn day. You what, Oh, after the breakup? Yeah. You were looking... I was, and I still thought I was fat as shit. Well, the thing was... That's that body Relative... Mm, relative to how fucking tiny you were in high school, I'm sure you would feel that way. Like, no matter how thin you are. Because you were never I got big. <laughs> well, I mean, yes, you do have body dysmorphia, but I'm saying it it's not wrong for you to feel that way after playing sports. No. And being, you were literally a freaking How do you go from bean. 130 pounds how I'm not you, telling you my weight now. How are you 130 but. pounds in the first place is what I want to know. I came out of the womb 130. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally. I don't Three even... Three feet tall, too. I'm, I was actually legitimately <laughs> two feet long. But, seriously, I was probably 130 when I was in fourth grade. No boobs, all stomach. Just... <laughs> Shaped like Patrick when he's the ice cream cone in the Olympics version of that that episode. That was me. Uh-oh. Yep. Soft serve, baby. Oh my gosh. I'm I'm not kidding. That was genuinely my I don't body think shape. I, I don't think I gained weight you? from like elementary school until high school but you I just got grew. tall yeah I just got tall yeah that was very Abby of you her and sister is like so tiny that bitch is still gro- well she's tiny because she has Crohn's not to excuse her being skinny but she literally eats and it goes it goes nowhere but the toilet I, I mean I relate there's no nutrients <laughs> but we don't lose weight I know it's pretty fucked up honestly we have IBS I know I just have the regular version I want the expedited I'm just kidding it's awful what she goes through. It is. I mean, but my dad actually called me the slip and slide <laughs> growing up because we would be at the restaurant and before anybody even finished their food, I'd be like, we need to go. Right? Yes. No. I, and I wouldn't poop in public either. So I, I, would would ruin, I would ruin the experience. I'm like, we need to go now. <laughs> About shit yourself in the car on the way home. That was me too yeah. many times. You got the meat sweats. You're just like trying not to look because the closer you get to home, the more your butthole starts to open. They know. It's it your knows, cheeks bro. are parting like the Red Sea. You're like, there's no hope for me. I'm not getting in this house. Now let me tell you. I don't remember if I let you know. <laughs> I don't know. Did I tell you about when I was going <laughs> to, was visit, to visit that guy that love bombed me? Yes. Like the Hardys or whatever. Did you have to stop? I, had, I pulled off to the first sign of life that I could find because I was on these back Bobby roads, literally nowhere. It's a McDonald's. <laughs> and there's a lady in this bathroom, and I'm giving her, like... A solid 10 seconds to get out of there before I just rip. 
I'm not going to know her. She's not <laughs> okay, going to know not. me. You're not. You know? And I just... Uh... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Holy shit. Sorry. Just... I, I love tapped the cat, and he just <laughs> flung himself. But anyways, I am going to give this lady 10 seconds to get out of there. You have to give him a courtesy. Courtesy. But she's not budging. And that's the I'm poop like, battle. Yeah, that's we're the- having the poop standoff. <laughs> yes. Good old faster and what faster. What's good old fashioned western. <laughs> Draw my guns out, flicking my spurs on my shoes. I am in champion house slippers <laughs> in this <laughs> bathroom. And I start tapping my foot. Now, in a men's restroom, tapping your foot is soliciting sex. In a women's restroom, tapping your foot is, you got to get the fuck out of here because this is about to slip out. Yeah. <laughs> and or you're, you're going to die. <laughs> you're not going to like this. So she gets up oh, and God. she doesn't even wash her hands. E. I know. And she flushed. So something went down in there. Anyways, nothing compared to what I did. I'm certain. Because I faked a phone call with my mom after, just to cover up for how embarrassed I was to walk past the men that surely heard. <laughs> it's like then, a white chicks. Oh <laughs> my god! So you had to grab the sign. Oh, it, I, she had the handicap stall, so I had oh, no. no shit grippers. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was just on bare strength and will in there. No. Um. And drive the remaining 35 minutes. I, I was pretty close to getting there. And act like nothing happened. Yeah. So, good times. Good shits. Yeah. I think that's a good way to end. Are you sure we want to end on that story? Yeah. Why not? All right, guys. Well. Start out with the fucking banger. <laughs> with a bang but anyways we're excited to be back with you guys hopefully we can provide you with just as good of content as we previously did and we hope to have plenty of episodes to come we are very excited hopefully we can get a little more interaction if you guys didn't get the hint. <laughs> I'm not messing around this time, guys. I found my voice. If y'all like the shit, you gotta interact with us. Because, For real. I don't want to see 500 people fucking listen to this shit. And then we ask a question. Right. Two answers. You know? I mean, we got some. Yeah. No, no there, we had we some more. faithful... Need more providers of content, yeah. okay? But it, all we're saying is that without you all interacting, that portion of the show is a no go. And I personally think that it's the funnest part of the show for us, yeah. Because we get in our bag, we give advice, we, you know, we can relate more. Yes. Instead of just telling you shit that we've been through, you know. Literally, the literal shit that we go through. <laughs> No pun intended. But kind of. Okay. Well, y'all. See you next week. Bye.